I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Is your dick still on fire? No. No? No, it was andrectum gives a temporary sensation of lighting the wick of a candle or something. Yeah, it, it does. In your pants. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. It's okay now. That's good. Yeah, just last a couple minutes. That's... Long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so. So so here's something good that I've heard lately on some of the YouTube I've been listening to or watching. And, of course, just finally getting back to the gym, I have had a chance to listen to YouTube, which is I'll do that while I'm working out. Mm-hmm. I watch it if I'm on something I can watch. Otherwise, I put it in my pocket. Yes. And leave it on. I'm excited you're getting back to the gym. Me too. The guys that I, I came across and were listening to were um, talking about like five years on tea and, and stuff like that and how you just keep changing. And even one of the guys who's like two years on tea, not quite two years, he's actually closer to what, I, what I'm at, uh-huh. was saying... You know, things really do just keep changing. And that, to me, that's exciting. Oh, good. You know, whether my voice might get a little deeper or I just get hairier, uh, it's all good. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm glad. I like that. So I am glad you like that, even yeah. if your butt is breaking out again. Yeah, I don't understand that, but. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. What kind of changes are happening? For me or for, for, for you. People, people? For you. People we're talking about. For me, my beard is filling in a little. And I always think when people say that, that they really mean it's filling in. It's not filling in. It's filling in a little. It's, Let me be specific. It's There's more beard there than there was before. That doesn't mean there's a lot of beard. And... You've gone from about a 10% gradient to about a 40% gradient. Oh, that, there you go. Yes. Scientific measurement, that helps. I was thinking more in printer's terms, but okay. Okay. Well, it, it's still, you know, a, a measurement description. Yes. And yes. And then the other thing that happened is it's... There's this thing that comes up around every year around this time. No, no shave November, big, a big thing, and for for guys in transition uh-huh. to, you know, join in if they want to, right, or if they can. Mm-hmm. And last year I thought, oh, maybe next year I'll be able to do that. <laughs> and this year I thought, doesn't look like it. And then it was time to shave. The first is first week in November, and I just I looked in the mirror and I thought I should shave, and then I thought I don't want to, and it wasn't because of no shave November. It was because I just didn't want to, and I decided then I'm not going to because I spent a lot of my life doing these damn things I was supposed to. Yes. And now I finally have some hair on my face, and if I want it there, then I'm going to put it there and keep it there. So there. Okay. So I did for a few days. For well, a few days. About. Several, several For, days, yeah, ten, 10 days maybe. Yeah, about a week and a half. And then I 
I didn't shave all of it off. I left a little bit on my... You left a little chin beard patch. Yeah, I could like have a goatee or something. Kind of. Kind of almost a little. It's, it's not even though like the, the left side is thicker than the right side and comes further up the front of your chin. Yeah, and that's true of uh, my facial hair in general. The left side of your face has thicker, thicker. and further... Um, it has invaded more of your face on yes. the left. Yes. So, and, and that's one of those typical uh, trans guy updates, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's my voice and what my beard looks like. <laughs> so. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of updates like that in a while. And your your muscles. Yes. You haven't gone to the gym in like three months. No, it's been longer. It's been much longer because I had all those health problems all summer. Oh, yes. I, I, I don't even know when the last time I had gone to the gym was. I haven't been to the gym in like six months or some ridiculous thing, probably more. Right. And I did finally... Because of, if you listen back, if you have been listening, you've heard all about his adventures with doctors and healthcare and rear end and chest surgery and... Adventures. Adventures. They sound more fun than they were. <laughs> uh, yes, and that kept me out of the gym. And so I hadn't been to the gym, and you said, Wow, the dog is dreaming. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, you're dreaming. <laughs> dude. He's not waking up. <laughs> so old, he doesn't wake up. Come on. No. There you go. There you go. It's okay. That poor dog. Chasing a squirrel or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now we're going to have to listen to him sneeze. Yeah. Now that he's semi-awake. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you were actually... Uh, you had climbed on top of me. Oh, yes, and you said... And I was feeling your arms and your back, and I said, wow, your arms are really muscular. Have you been... Considering you haven't used them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is well, funny, you but know, I except understood. Except for bedtime push-ups. Yeah, well, that and things like driving the car, are, you know, not things you use muscles for. Right. Or not the mouse. as not a significant amount of muscles. Yeah. For doing most of the things. Keyboard, mouse. No. 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 Spanking children. <laughs> <sighs> that requires some muscles. But anyhow. Uh, what once every three months? But I did lately? have to recently. Yeah, I had to give him a the spanking. The boy needed a swat. He, he did. He did. He had to have a swat on the hind end. He stuck it out. He had it coming. He he shoved me. So, and then he stuck it out, which I don't understand. Last time he needed a a spanking, he he like came and hit me and ran off. And as soon as you turn around, I can reach your ass and swat at one. Hello. Uh. Anyhow. You'd think he'd be smart enough to walk backwards or something, but this is we're, our... We're getting off track. Anyway, yes. Your your muscles. My muscles. And I thought, you know, that's funny that you said that. Mm-hmm. And we then we had gone to the gym once, mm-hmm. uh, just once, for the first time in seven months or something, I had been. You have been going a little I, bit. Yeah, I go this, once or twice a week regularly. This year, you've been get, going more, more often. And Last year, it was you, and I kept having stuff get in the way, and... Yes. It happens. So I did go to the gym. 
mm-hmm. again, like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I found that the muscles in particular that you were talking about uh, on the rowing, like, weight machine mm-hmm. that does rowing, it's like a pulley and it says row. Yes. Um, <laughs> what I used to have on there the last time. <laughs> it's a weight pulley thing and it says row. Yes. I remember <laughs> I love, the word. I, I love the way you make words. <laughs> Good. Sorry, That's continue. <laughs> so, um, I, th- I, I probably, I could just look it up because mm-hmm. I have a file there that I used to record things when I was going all the time, what yeah. my weight was and what increase and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I want to say it was around 40, like the setting was on 40 pounds before or something mm-hmm. because, yeah, I'm a small person and, you know, then I would, you know, I don't want to throw my back out and, Mm-hmm. And all these other problems with my pack. And so I want to say it was around 40 and, and I easily put it on 60 this time. I, I could have gone higher, but, uh, but, I don't, I don't like to take a chance of hurting myself. I like it to be just enough to give me some exercise and, mm-hmm. but 40 and 50 weren't giving you any resistance at all. No. It was like, wee. <laughs> hey, where's the weight? Wee. <laughs> I think 20 pounds over it, 6 months without doing a darn thing if, to if get you, it. If you're if you look at the scale, the scale is 60 pounds and you just immediately add 20 and you've done nothing. You're adding half of what you originally had 6 months ago. Yes. So you're at 150% of your last How excellent is that? I'm jealous. I think it's excellent. Which makes me think about some other YouTube things I've, I've been watching lately. Mm-hmm. These are just the ones I've run into, or probably the ones that strike me, is that I waited a long time to do this. You did. And I wouldn't trade this for anything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade boobs back for anything. No. At all. Mm-mm. Not a billion dollars. Sorry. If I if I did, I'd just take them right off again. Well, see, then you could trade them for the billion dollars, and you'd only spend 5000 of that billion to get them back off. And maybe, then you'd have maybe a billion, eight, my, what, if I went fancy or something. 995 million left? No. Do I have to pay taxes? <laughs> <laughs> As if there's a billion dollars. Oh, for goodness sake. Okay, so I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this for anything. And I did wait a really long time. And one of the ones I was listening to lately was talking about something similar. And I really related to that I, I just wouldn't trade this. And I waited a long time. And I already said that. So it's good to finally... That I, w- I felt like I could deal with myself. But if you asked me now, would I be able to deal with myself the way I did? I would say no. I wouldn't go back to just dealing with myself or my life because now I'm happy with my life. Right. What an idea. It's so much better to be genuinely happy than it is to be just staying afloat. 
a lot of a lot of trans people have you know that presence of mind to realize that's what's making them quite so unhappy. Mm-hmm. Granted, some of them question it, and then you have to go to therapy and make sure that's really what's making you unhappy. Like it's not going to make you unhappy if you're trans and you're everything's wrong. Well, yeah, you know, but, but you know, a lot of trans people, especially when they grew up different, it shades everything. And then there are so many other things that have tied into it. That's really what a therapist is for, is to help untangle how much is your trans status and how much is everything else that plays into the way your trans status has affected your life and how much of it is completely environmental. And then how much are you going to change by transitioning if you choose to do that? Right. And and what other things are going to be affected in what ways and so forth. So And I think doing it later in life has made it easier for you too. I feel it's easier for me. If I had done this when I was younger, some of the guys I see talking about struggles they're having, like whether it's with dating or still transition needs, whether they haven't been able to get chest surgery because of money mm-hmm. or insurance or, you know, they're, they're worried about having a relationship or they have a relationship and are they going to lose their partner or they have friends that are, you know, getting married and having families and they're still trying to deal with their transition, any of those things, I can I can totally see that that would have been a problem at if I transitioned at that same age. Yeah. Not that this is better in the long run because I didn't get to transition. No, and you had to spend so many years just staying afloat. But in the long run... This is perfect time to transition. I mean, I have a job that's made it, you know, easy to afford what I need. Mm -hmm. It's been adaptable to my transition. Right. I have you and we have our kids so we already have a family how does that have play into making it easier i don't have to wonder oh okay yes there's no wondering i already have it to deal with our kids make us wonder (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't have to think should i have a family i already have one yeah will i have a family i already have one you know those types of things that you wonder mm-hmm. when you're younger yeah. And how's that going to pan out when you're a trans guy uh, in the U.S. and you can't get your surgeries? Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're a trans guy in the U.K. and you're waiting on a list for three years to even get started. Right. Or you're in some other place and I don't even know what you can and can't get. But in a lot of places you can't get much at all. Right. You're still dealing with yourself. Right. And there are a lot of people who are able to hold it together long enough to get to a place like you were, where they have gotten well enough established in the rest of their life that they don't have to worry about everything falling apart if they devote time, energy, and financial resources to making it happen. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of other people, dysphoria just kicks them in the face, and there's nothing to do about it. Right. Absolutely. But it is completely understandable that when you transition at a different period in your life that your concerns and your priorities would be different. 
Right. And I think, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know other guys transitioning later. I don't know enough of their stories. I, I have, I'm on a couple of different social media groups for older trans guys, which can mm-hmm. be found. A lot of them are closed groups. So you have to, you have to find know what you're and, looking for and, and then you have to ask to join them. But I don't know their stories enough to know. I mean, for, for me, I was at the stage of, of starting menopause that, that, that was just the last straw. I was like, hell no. Oh. This is not happening. And what were some of the things about menopause that really just kicked the dysphoria into gear? The change of hormonal balance or imbalance, I should clarify, uh, was be- making me feel insane. I-, I remember I said to you once, if this is how girls feel all the time, no wonder they're insane. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people say girls are crazy. I'm, yeah, you know, and we used to laugh about boys are stupid and girls are crazy. Well, it wasn't funny because I felt really crazy and I felt crazier and and I started to realize and recognize my unhappiness mm-hmm. around that. Um, it, it plugged back in all the other pieces of what was missing. Right. And some of your physically... Uh, externally gendered characteristics, some of your secondary sex characteristics became more pronounced. They, they got worse. You got more TNA in a bad way. Yeah, it's frightening to think about. We have that file of pictures on your computer that has, you know, when you were first transitioning, we took pictures every month or three. We kind of got lazy about it after a while. We should do that again. Mm-hmm. get another set of pictures of you but you go back and look at your pre-t pictures the ones we took on your first shot day mm-hmm. and it looks wrong like yeah. who the hell is that well and and some of our friends have said they saw pictures of me from like even you know just a couple years ago and and said and you had you know, boobs, and it was just really wrong. Yeah. Like the difference. Yeah. It, it ring, my, my presentation now rings true to me, and it seems to ring true to other people that we know that are close to us. And it rings true to the old men in the drugstore. It does. It, old <laughs> guys talk to me now. This is crazy. Guys in general talk to me. Yeah. Like you'll, you'll just, I'm standing in line waiting to get child number two's prescription and an old guy walks up to go get in line and mm-hmm. we just, he, he just talks to me. Mm-hmm. The, the women are not talking to me, no. which is fine. I'm okay with that. Really. Did they talk to you before? Sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. If they tried to see you as one of their own or. I think so. Yeah. That was my impression. And now the guys talk to me. Because mm-hmm. they, I guess, see me as one of their own, and they just talk to me. Yeah, hey, there's a guy, and there's all these women standing here, and I'll talk to him. Yes, and so they talk to me, which extroverts is fine. do that. I don't know uh, anything about being an extrovert because I'm not one, but I suppose they would. Maybe that's why people are talking. I, I used to consider myself an extrovert, and I I still do get a lot of energy from being around other people. But I don't 
initiate conversations with strangers like that. So, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm an introvert, and I, I would talk to somebody, but it would be something very brief, like mm-hmm. something about the, you know, empty box of insulin pen needles that he was standing there holding. Right. You know, and, but he was actually doing more of the talking, but, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway. Anyhow. And you said this has happened before, like. Guys just talk to you. They do. They talk to me. I'm I'm trying to think of more examples, but I'm usually out in a store or someplace in public. Where else would I be? Because you know, there's me and you at the house here. So there there aren't other uh, random strange men in our house to no. walk up to you and start talking. No. no, but I mean, like at work or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Guys will just talk to me. That's kind of great. Yeah. It is, because before, it was noticeable to me, I think the most noticeable when I started wearing a binder, that it was easier for guys to just talk to me mm-hmm. uh, without that distraction of boobs are distracting. Well, there's a lot of boob talk in this episode here. There is, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It reminds me of the time that you went out with another mom from number two child's daycare out on their boat and the women were on one end and the men were on the other and you didn't want to talk to the women and the men couldn't quite wrap their heads at first around the fact that you were standing there. They couldn't, they couldn't deal with me. They, they kind of almost tried to, but not really. And that wouldn't be the case now. They no. would talk to me now. They would. Yeah. They would. And then there's some women that are fine with talking to you. Mm-hmm. But um, they don't just start talking to you like the guys will. Because I, I guess because being women, they're not just going to talk to strange guys somewhere. No. Not and if generally, he's... if men talk to strange women, have you seen that video of the girl who walked around some large city or maybe it was one of the boroughs of New York. I forget. She was walking around. She basically had her friend walking slightly ahead of her videotape her by way of hidden camera in their backpack, Mm -hmm. walking around this city for like 10 hours. I didn't see it, but tell me. And the cat calls and the expectations of reciprocal social energy and Hey mama and you need to smile, and you're not going to talk to me, and all that. Men are very either asinine when they approach women, or they are aware that many men are asinine, and they don't want to be perceived as creepy when they approach women. So they often won't approach a strange woman. Right. They're aware of the creepy factor. Yes. And then the rest of them are just asses and don't know the difference. Mm, It happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure this one will talk to me if I say rude things to her. Um, They don't recognize it as being rude. They assume that, hey, hot mama is a compliment. Right. Damn them jeans look good on you. Not everything you think should come out of your mouth, people. 
Okay. Filter. There's fail. There's a filter fail. Yes. With lots of guys, and then they. Yeah, I've seen other. I've seen videos where somebody is trying to teach other guys what not to say. Mm-hmm. What not to make put on your social media. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. Not what not to put on your. It's the same thing for how you talk to people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know that if you didn't have some kind of reference to learn it in. You know, some t- type of context to learn it in. Right. If you're just around other asinine guys, they all think the same thing, I guess. And you've mentioned that. If that was how you had grown up, that you might have been an asinine guy. I totally would have been. How would I know any different? Thank you for being different. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, you had to go through the process of being different. But but it, I'm good with it. It's, it's more interesting this way, really. It is. Yeah. It's not easier. No. But I don't, I don't think being an ass would really be easier either, so... I know a lot of guys who have seen both sides, a lot of trans guys who are still asses. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Thank you for learning the lesson. <laughs> right. <sighs> so is that it? That might be it. I, I, If there's something in our notes, I can't see them now because it's getting dark in here. Okay. Yeah. It is getting dark. It yeah. does that earlier now. It does it way early, and it's going to do that earlier thing for another month. Oh, for goodness sake. Yep. Maybe six six weeks. Five or six weeks, probably. Do not want. Well, that's why they make holiday lights. Yeah. Yes. That's why people light up their houses and stuff, because it's dark out. We need to test ours soon, see what needs replacing. You found a spare bulb. Hey, it's dark. We could go do that now. We could. Yeah. So I think that's it. Okay. All right. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. You're getting really fast at that. Hmm. And as long as you're still saying it clearly, that's not a problem. I should go slower? You could go slower. Yes, I could, but that wasn't the question. <laughs> the question was if I should. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to find confused. out. I, well, I have to listen to it and see how it lines up against our intro and Okay. I'll have to listen to it, but I'm not sure. All right. Could be. Maybe. We'll see. You'll have to remind me. I will. Okay.